Blog Talk Radio. Hey, it's Aubrey Wallet, and you're listening to Weekdays with Murph. Welcome to another edition of Wheat Days with Murph. Uh, today on the show, we'll welcome back our good friend Taylor Hughes. We'll um, talk with her about about uh, what she's been up to since the last time we spoke. Her uh, her uh, um, cure with with Otter McLaughlin that uh, kicked out the year, and and some new music. 
Um, this is going to be fine. So with that being said, let's let's go ahead and welcome back our our dear friend uh, Taylor Hughes to the show. Hey Taylor, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I, 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 I'm doing well. Um, I finally got my my first round COVID shot this morning. Yeah, how how you feeling? <laughs> you feeling good? No extra limbs growing yet? Or? <laughs> no, it's uh, uh, so far no side effects except for a a a a slightly sore arm, but it but it's uh, it it's getting a lot better. Well, good. Yeah, I've heard some people that have gotten it uh, so far where some have said, "Oh no, it's fine," and others have been like, "I have got the worst headache." Uh, they were saying they weren't feeling well for about a day, but then it went away, which is good, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that's actually more of the around two shot than it is uh, the first one because cause I've heard the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So uh, crazy world. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, I actually posted this on social media. Um, I go. I never thought that I'd be living in a world where, where I'd, I'd have to get a, a vaccine for a global pandemic. You know what? I can totally agree with that. I, it's kind of crazy to think about. You know, a little of you know, at the end of 2019, if you would have told me this was about to happen in the new year, I, I would have said you were joking. Like, no way. Like, who's pranking me? Like, <laughs> right? Exactly. I mean, it's oh, and also. Uh, my girl, uh, Ashley Taylor, told me to tell you hi. Uh, Ashley, I was just with her earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that's, that's the co-route you were talking about. Uh, yeah, um, I was riding with her and um, our mutual friend, Hannah Wright, who lives down in Texas. And uh, she came up for the week to kind of have a little getaway and set up a few co-writes. So we haven't seen her since. Probably, gosh, it's been like a year right before COVID, so it was really good for the three of us to hammer out a pretty badass song and just catch up and, you know, it was just had a blast. And speaking of catching up, uh, it's been almost a year to the day since you were on the show. I know, isn't that crazy? Like, I can't even believe it. I didn't even realize it until you mentioned it to me the other day. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh, seriously, where does time go, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what's funny is that I felt like last year, you know, we were all kind of stuck in quarantine for months and months, and it felt like it just drug on and on and on. And then we hit, like, it was probably, like, September or October, and then just the rest of the few months that we had left just flew. And I was like, whoa, the year's over. Like, you know, right, kind of exactly. crazy. I can't believe it's already the end of March. Of this year, like, right, seriously, it's 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 like you said, it's just absolutely flying by. But uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk a little bit about, and and I mentioned it, I mentioned it in the intro a little bit, but but uh, you kicked off twenty uh, twenty twenty one by uh, by doing a little mini tour, didn't you? I sure did. Uh, yeah, with um, Andre McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so talk about that. Uh, talk about how how that came to be. Uh, how how you got uh, hooked up with Audra and all that. 
Yeah, absolutely. So um, Audra and I met um, probably towards the middle to the end of 2019. We both just happened to be at a round together, and um, a mutual friend of ours was like, you got to meet her. And I was like, I don't know who she is. Like, I've never seen her out. And we just happened to be playing the same show one night, and that's kind of how it all started. We clicked instantly. Um, We had written together a few times. And um, here recently, um, right before – 2021 came she was like I have a show booked in your hometown I'm from Lexington and she was like hey do you want to play the show with me and I was like absolutely why not you know it's my birthday weekend you know let's go back to my hometown I'll book us another show so we can do you know kind of make a full weekend out of it and um, with my dad managing uh, me he was like well let's see if we can you know, get some sponsors and try to turn this into like just a mini acoustic tour. And um, it's exactly what happened. Um, we hit the road immediately, and um, we were we've been out of town almost every weekend since the start of January, playing shows. And it was just like a little Kentucky thing. Um, just her and I, you know, the three to four hour shows playing here and there at some of my favorite hometown spots, and um. It, started to pick up some momentum and we had other venues reach out to us that wanted to be a part of the tour and um yeah so we it went into February and then uh, we've had a little bit of a break and have been doing like solo shows but we actually have um, a show in Kentucky this weekend um, on Saturday night I'm playing Friday night and Saturday night in Lexington but um her and I will be playing at the Doubletree Suites um, in Lexington on Saturday but, yeah, you know, her and I, um, we have a very similar style. Um, so just have, like, a similar, like, mindset. And we're just, like, really good friends. And, like I said, we just clicked instantly. So being on the road with someone who not only shares the same passion as me, but, like, we just get along so well, it has been just a great way to kick off this new year, especially after the crazy year that we just had and, um, I always joke around that she's like the northern version of me. So she's from Philly, and uh, uh, but we just we've been having an absolute blast, and uh, we've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up. We're actually going to be playing in Knoxville and Chattanooga. We're going to be up in New Albany, and so April and May are starting to look um, pretty good. You know, we're we're excited about the yeah. stuff that's coming up. I'm just excited to be back on the road, man, playing live music, seeing fans, doing oh, what bet. we love. Oh, bet. And 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 the last time we spoke, uh, um, the pandemic had just just a sort of hit, but it it wasn't um, necessarily in in full lockdown mode yet. Uh, but uh, uh, uh. And I think I might have told you this. I'm not completely sure, but uh, when everything hit the fan and 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 then you started closing and everything, I'd be on Instagram or 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 uh, Facebook and I'd see like like uh, ten live streams at a time. I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, um, with all that stuff shutting down, it really did, like, um, force everyone to just go to the social media platforms even more than we already were on them. And, you know, before, um, 
all that. I had never really done any live streams or anything like that. It just wasn't my thing, but I was also just constantly playing shows, so I didn't really have any reason to. Um, and that kind of forced me to uh, get out of my comfort zone a little bit and dive into the live streaming side of things, but I actually was able to grow my audience that way because with the live streams, you know, they're able to be watched all over the world and um, right. fans over in Australia and the UK and, um, you know, I've got people asking, when are you coming over here to do a, you know, European tour? And I'm like, hey, I am down for that. Let's do it. Like, you tell me when and where. <laughs> so right. it's, it's been really cool. And, and that's the, the sort of the same way with this podcast. I mean, I'll have people reach out to me from France or Italy or, um, believe it or not, uh, we're we're uh, heard in Germany, believe it or not, and and so I mean, really? I mean, uh, when when I first started this thing, I'd I'd, I'd have people reach out to me from from like I said, France, Italy, uh, uh, mm. uh Canada, uh. And and yeah, I mean it's it's pretty mind blowing, isn't it? It it really is. You know, um, for me, I'm so old school. Like I like you know, all of us love being able to like perform live and stuff. But like mm-hmm. for me, it's all about like being in person. And like if I don't have to be on social media, like I don't want to be. I'm the kind of person that wants like the CD in hand or the vinyl rather than having to right. get on a streaming or something like that, but I will say social media has been quite a blessing this last year, you know? Who would have thought? Oh, I understand that. Uh, and 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 I'm actually the same way. If it weren't for uh, the show and what I do, uh, see, I grew up in a time where where uh, there was no social media. So, uh, right, if, right. If it weren't for the show and and what I do, I'd have no social media. But but uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 since we uh, since I did the show, I kind of have to do social media for it. And and that's mm-hmm. become uh, uh, social media has become become. I mean, it's a good thing. It's a very good thing. Don't don't uh, get me wrong. But uh, right, right. It's a way. Like it can be a little dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it can be a little oh, interesting. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, uh, but yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, and 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 I'm the same way as you. I mean, I mean, uh, I love nothing more than 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 uh, handwritten letters and cards. I love nothing more than that. Mm-hmm. I used to. Um, I have an aunt that lives in California, and when I was younger, we used to write each other. And it's crazy to think that, like, that's not a thing anymore, you know? And right. so whenever I get something email, I'm like, ooh, who's trying to get to me? Like, <laughs> like is someone sending me a letter? Is it an invitation or a card? Like, you know? Right, exactly. Super- uh, I have a drawer full of 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 cards and letters that that uh, past guests have sent me. I mean, and they're all handwritten, and I'm just like, um, that's mm-hmm. one of my... Uh, that's one of my most prized possessions right there. I'm not even going to lie to you. 
Oh, that's so sweet. I'm someone who, like, if I get, like, a Christmas card or something, I always save them. And my husband's like, what is this drawer full of? And I'm like, I'm the same way, girl. This card, and he's like, what are you going to do with them? I'm like, I don't know, but I don't want to get rid of them (laughs) because I need them, you know? It's just like a nostalgia kind of thing, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, because I remember growing up, we didn't really have a whole lot of social media. I mean, we were using, like, I don't know if you remember this, the AOL dial-up and stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Right? So, like, that was really, like, and, like, if you wanted to talk to your friends online, like, you emailed them. You didn't, like, get on Facebook. Oh, I remember. And MySpace. Oh, my goodness. Oh gosh, I think I still have a have my face page out there floating around somewhere. I think here, same here. <laughs> as embarrassing as that is, I mean, you know. <laughs> but um, hey, anyway, uh, there's probably a lot of people like us out there. Like they just never like deleted it. They just stopped using it. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> right. It, it just, yeah. As soon as Facebook came along, well, I resisted Facebook. Uh, for the longest time, I resisted it. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. I've, and, I think I've been like that with TikTok. I'm like, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> oh gosh, And then TikTok. I got one, and I'm still like trying to fight it, still fighting it. I cannot have a TikTok. I mean, I mean, uh, I used to have 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 Snapchat, and I deleted that because mm-hmm. it was way too many social medias for me. Way too many social media. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I used to love Snapchat, and I went through a phase where, like, I used it all the time, and then I was like, this is so dumb. Why do I have this? And then I stopped. Exactly. Uh, so now it's just uh, it's just Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for me. And I think that's yep. all I'm going to have because uh, because as hard as I try, I cannot get into TikTok. I just can't do no, it. No, I just don't understand it. Like, I watch, like, my friends I that either. I follow and stuff, and I'm like, who thinks to like randomly post these videos? I don't know. Maybe, maybe my life is just so busy that I don't have time. I don't know. <laughs> I, I struggle. But I will tell you this though. Out on whatnot. I will tell you this though. TikTok uh, uh, for artists is blowing up because. Oh, I because, know. That's why I'm like I. I really need to get into it. But because I know of at least two apps. On TikTok, that are 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 good friends of mine that have gotten yeah. uh, major label deals uh, from uh, from something they they've uh, posted on TikTok, and and, mm-hmm. and 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 one of these acts, I don't know if you know uh, Tiger Lily, but um, they yep. Uh, yep. Uh, posted their 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 uh, um, latest single on TikTok. It shot to number one all genre on on. Uh, on iTunes. That's awesome. I I love following them. Um, I know exactly who you're talking about. I've been following them for a long time, and mm-hmm. their heart was crazy. And I saw that they uh, signed a deal here recently, so it's just it's really exciting to see like really talented people like you know making it and stuff. And it kind of just you right. know makes you push yourself even more and be like you can do this too. Like you just gotta. Right. Yeah, oh, everyone's got their own path, right? Absolutely, and 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 before I forget here, 
I want to talk about your 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 uh, new single, uh, "Pray for the Whiskey," which uh, which I'm sure you know. It came in at number two on my uh, Indie Country Radio show the week of I believe it was February 19th. It came in at number two. So um, talk to me a little bit about how. Um, talk to me a little bit about how uh, how uh, Prayer of the Whiskey came about. Uh, uh, was it was it co-write? Was it a solo write? Or or uh, or uh, how did the idea come about? Yeah. Um, so I had actually um, wrote this song with my dad, and um, it was. Um, him and I, we write a lot together. Um, we still write a lot more together, but now that I live here and he lives in Lexington, we don't get to as much. But um, before um, I'd moved down here to Nashville, we used to write all the time. And um, I moved here about a little over three years ago, and this was the first song that I had written once, you know, being like, oh, Nashville is my new home. And my dad and I were sitting there talking, and we were like, well, what do we want to write today, you know? And my dad and I are unbelievably close. So, like, him and I, um, we used to tailgate together, and um, we were sitting there talking about tailgating times and, like, being in college and all the dumb things that we used to do and whatnot. And it kind of got on the, you know, the discussion of, oh, remember when uh, we brought this whiskey to that tailgate that one time or you know, because we're from Kentucky, you got to have your bourbon, got to have your whiskey, all that stuff. And right. um, it, it kind of was, you know, just talking about old party times and, you know, the difference between, you know, listening to the devil on your shoulder or the angel on your shoulder, how we all have those moments in our lives and um, all the Catholic references. Obviously, I'm, I'm born and raised Catholic, so we thought it might be kind of cool to uh, tie the whole um, – drinking with the religion uh, thing in and he started spitting out lyrics and I had like a melody and kind of like this chord progression going with it and uh, it just kind of flowed and you know song was you know kind of born and I think everyone the whole like idea behind the song was that we all deal with those moments in our lives it might not even be drinking but you know we all have a vice or just a certain point in our life where we're faced with, do we, you know, do right or wrong? Do we have a little extra fun when maybe we shouldn't? And um, also just struggling with wanting to, you know, do the right thing or, you know, or be a good Christian. You know, I think we all have yeah. moments like that. It was also just kind of supposed to be like I a fun, stories. like, all right. And, uh, you know, that's just kind of how it came about, and um, I had started playing it um, at all my writers' rounds and stuff. Like I said, I, we wrote this, you know, three years ago, and, um, right. you know, it was, it was something that a lot of my co-writers, a lot of my fans, just audiences in general um, knew kind of as, like, my signature song. It was something that I'd always played, and I was constantly asked, when are you going to release it? When are you going to record this song? I was like, I don't know, you know, I don't know how people are going to take it because being a female artist, like, this isn't typically something you hear a girl singing about, right? And uh, I kind of got to the point where I was like, you know, this is me. Like, this is my artistry, and, uh, you know, fans seem to really like this song, and 
um, I think it'd be kind of cool to finally release something that I wrote with my dad. So it was a special release, not just because it was, hey, here's my sophomore single, but it was also, you know, introducing the world to my dad as a writer as well. So kind of a little bit of the background on it. Oh, that's awesome. And, and and like you said, apparently fans seem to have 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 taken to it because because like I said, it came in at at, at number two on the show about a month ago. So so well, apparently so have taken to it. Right? Yeah. No, it's gotten a great response, and I've been so excited about it. And I know my dad's been super excited about it too. And you know, it's um. It's always it's a little different than it's a little bit uh, a little bit more uh, southern rock than uh, my first single, but um, right. it was definitely one I just felt like I needed to get out there, and there everyone has been you know responding to it really well, and I've gotten messages from people that I met you know in Nashville three years ago that were like I remember the first time you sang this song like the you know it was worth the wait I'm so proud of you and like it really means something when like someone has saw it at its very like beginning and watched it kind of grow and that uh, they appreciate it. And, you know, obviously it's exciting to, you know, have my dad be a part of it too, because music's a family thing for me. You know that. And I'm just glad to be able to share the success it's having with him. Now I may be getting into uh, a touchy territory here, but, uh, uh, Um, now you say you're from from uh, Lexington, uh, Kentucky, right? Uh, yes. Well, uh, I was reading an interesting stat here because uh, we know the uh, the uh, NCAA tournament's going on. Oh now, yes. <laughs> now don't kill oh, me for this, okay? <laughs> don't kill me for this. But uh, um, I was reading reading an interesting stat that said uh, this is the first NCAA tournament. I think nineteen, I think it was nineteen seventy nine, without Duke or uh, Kentucky. You know, I wish I could say. I mean, I'm pretty upset about it. Like, our football season didn't go real well, and I'm a huge football fan. And our basketball season was quite the struggle. But on the bright side, Duke is not in it either, and that is what we all should be celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> because, 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 I got to tell you, I don't like Duke, and and I don't like North Carolina, so right. So those are big rivals. <laughs> we're on the same page. <laughs> I think we're on the same page there. I think I might have just saved myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did, you did. I'll hold it against you talking about it. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so. Uh, uh, before we let you go, um, um, I know you're you're uh, uh, still riding the success of of this new single, but uh, uh, is there is there like an album in the works? Have you have 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 have, have uh, you and your dad talked about that? Yes, actually, it's funny that you mentioned that. Um, 
So I do have another single that I've got ready to go. Um, I'm only a few, there's a few people that know what it is. And a lot of people that come out to my shows know, cause I've kind of mentioned it here and there, but um, I do have another single that I'm planning to release, but we're also um, talking about releasing an album. Um, before I moved to Nashville, I'd started recording stuff and I never got it like, uh, fully mixed and mastered so I'm wanting to go back into those songs and redo a few things and touch a few things up but this past you know year and I guess three months now these first three months of the year um, I've done a lot of writing and I've had the opportunity to work with amazing um, songwriters and artists um, as well and we've written a lot of new material that I'm really excited about so it's definitely in the works. I don't know. I don't have any, like, idea of when I would be releasing it, but we're definitely, you know, those wheels are turning. We're starting to plan. And, uh, yeah, the more music is coming this year for sure. Awesome. And I cannot wait for it. Uh, now, now uh, when when everything fully opens back up and, and the world – and and the world uh, returns to normal, whatever that right. might look like. <laughs> whatever that might look like at this point, uh, I need to get myself to Nashville and and uh, and a uh, hit show of yours sometime. Yes, I would absolutely love that. You've got to let me know when you're coming ahead of time so I can prepare myself. <laughs> we'll make it absolutely. like a big party. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, um, you know. It's always so much fun getting to uh, 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 catch up with you, whether that's on on social media or on the show. I mean, I mean, I definitely consider you a very, very dear friend at this point. Well, thank you. That means so much. I love that you know you don't just do an interview and then you you know you move on to the next. You make sure to stay connected with your artists, and I, for me, that means a lot. And um, you know. Your support means the world, and you know you got my support. I got you. So just a pleasure being back on here. Well, I absolutely appreciate it, and and you know I've got you too. I mean, I mean, um, whatever you need, I don't care what it is, uh, whether that's, that's in the industry, uh, like, like uh, promotion from, uh, for any single or, I mean, I mean, just as a friend, you know. I got you. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate that. And, you know, occasionally I'm going to need you to help me cheer on the cats if they're playing Duke <laughs> or North Carolina, you know. That <laughs> may actually happen. <laughs> I, I'm not making any promises, but that might happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's okay. You can be honest. We know. We know. You're secretly a uh, UK because, fan. <laughs> because I'm a Tennessee fan. I know. I know. We're, we're I know. Just... More of a football rivalry there, but uh, I won't hold it against uh, you because I'm a big football. <laughs> and I was, I'm going to be honest with you. I was so glad when we fired Jeremy Pruitt. I was so glad. <laughs> but, well, you know, but, I feel like we all go through those phases with we hate our coach, we like the coach. We hate our coach, we like the <laughs> Absolutely, but um, this new guy coming in, uh, Josh Hopple, I think is his name. 
uh, coming in from uh, Central Florida. I think he's going to do some some uh, a pretty big thing, and and my old uh, or uh, my alma mater, uh, his uh, their uh, head football coach's son recently committed to um, uh, um, Alabama. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was down between um, Alabama, LSU, and my college. Uh, <laughs> and 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 if we had chose my college, uh, um, one of two things probably would have happened since his dad's the head coach. <laughs> uh, All right. Um, he 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 would have started day one, no question. Uh, or or he he he, he, he would have uh, totally been ignored uh, for his his uh, freshman year. <laughs> That's so true, though. It's like one or the other. <laughs> exactly, and. And and if I was betting and and uh, he'd have chose that school, I would have bet he 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 started day one. I I would have bet. Where uh, Coach Calipari's son came to play for him, and a lot of people mm-hmm. thought he was going to be full time. And it was like, mm, no, let's hold off on that a second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, I totally get that, but but uh, uh, but again, Taylor. I mean, it, it's always fun catching up with you. There is seriously never a dull moment with you. Well, I'm so glad that you like talking to me. I always have a blast catching up with you, and especially with all the craziness that's going on, it's nice to see what everyone's been up to to stay sane and you know what, seeing what their big plans are for the future. Absolutely, and. And you know you've got an open, inv- a, a, a open invitation back to the show anytime you want to come back. Uh, come back home. Oh, thank you. Um, um, you know where I'm to find me. You know I'm always there to help you out, especially with the anniversary calls and stuff like that. Absolutely. Try to. Make- <laughs> uh, well, I think we're gonna gonna uh, let you go and let you get back to your evening. But again, it was it was so much fun catching up. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on, Cody. All right, I'll talk to you later, okay? Have a good one. Bye-bye. All right, you too. Bye. Well, hope you guys enjoyed our interview with uh, uh, the lovely Miss uh, 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 Taylor Hughes. So there is a uh, slight schedule change for next week. Next Wednesday, not Tuesday, at uh, 4.30 Central, we welcome uh, uh, super talented duo, um, um, Twin Kennedy, to the show. So I think with that, uh, I think I'm going to uh, um, end the episode right here. You've been listening to Boy Days with Murph. Thank you, and goodbye. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 